Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Anointing or Truth, What Makes Us Free? Hey, we love sharing these podcasts with you and because what we believe is more important than what we do. And that's really what I love to emphasize. I see myself as a belief specialist to help people get rid of self-limiting beliefs and to believe the truth that will make us free, first in our emotions and then in our circumstances. The question of the hour is not, Lord, what should I do? The question of the hour is, Lord, what should I believe? When we're facing anything, uh, a personal issue, a worldwide issue, the first question we ask is, what should I believe? And really the question is, what should I believe to have hope in this area? Because that question will zero you in on higher levels of truth. And then the second question is, what should I do? And what we do is important. I'm not, I don't want to minimize that or say it's not important, but uh, right living comes from right believing. Good choices come from right believing first. Anyhow, that's just some thoughts here in the beginning just to get us going. And I want to get into today's teaching on anointing or truth. What makes us free? So let me ask you a question. What is the key for us to be free from sin, sickness, poverty, demonic oppression, and other curses? Is it the anointing or is it the truth? Now, let me first make the case for the power of God manifesting through anointed people as the answer. Now, the anointing is the Holy Spirit's ability and power enabling us to do what God has called us to do. It's supernatural. It's illustrated in Acts 10.38, where it says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Wow. And as we think about Jesus or Jesus Christ, we realize that Christ is not Jesus' last name, but it means the anointed one. Jesus Christ literally means Jesus, the anointed one. Now, when Jesus started his ministry in Luke chapter 4, and as he's there and he's in the temple, and he makes proclamation of who he is. He quotes out of Isaiah 61, where it says in Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Goes on later, heal the brokenhearted, comfort all who mourn, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Jesus was sent by the Father to help others be transformed. And he highlights that this is an anointing. This is supernatural. This is from the Holy Spirit. Now, when we think about John 20, verse 21, 
where Jesus said to his disciples, and basically he said this to us, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. Listen, the same assignment the Father gave me is the same assignment I give you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Actually, he's going to be in us as with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we have the same assignment and the same anointing. Now, in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4 to 5, the Apostle Paul goes on and affirms the importance of the anointing. He says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I'm on staff here at Bethel Church in Redding, California, and Bill Johnson, the senior leader here, he just has emphasized that a gospel without power is not really the true gospel, or it's missing important pieces of it. And he started with Chris Valentin here, the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, It's the School of Supernatural Ministry. And amongst many things that it teaches and emphasizes is that we are all anointed. We are all gifted. We are that that the anointing for miracles, breakthrough, deliverance, bringing freedom, restoration, isn't for a select few super saints. It's for all of us. It's for everyone. And they've had thousands and thousands of students come through their school of supernatural ministry. And and there's many other schools of supernatural ministry as well around the world with the same focus, the anointing. Pursue it. Believe it. You have it. And Jesus, I mean, if Jesus wanted us to think small about what could be done through us through the power of the Spirit... He did a bad job in telling us so. In in John 14, 12, he said, The works that I do, you will do also, and greater works will you do, because I go to the Father. So it's clear that the anointing and power of God is crucial for creating freedom. Now, just even some of you who are listening right now, I mean, you know, I remember Bill Johnson saying, hey, Go on a missions trip with someone like Randy Clark, where you're going to see miracles, where you're going to see signs and wonders, and because it's going to light a fire in you to become somebody else's miracle. In 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says, follow after love, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And it goes on, especially that you may prophesy. And what Paul is saying there, get love in your life, but eagerly desire spiritual gifts, eagerly desire for the power of God to flow through you so you can become somebody else's miracle. By the way, I'm just hearing somebody who's listening right now who's never seen a healing, never seen a miracle. You're entering a whole new season of the power of God flowing through your life. And I'm hearing the book of Acts is going to come alive to you. I did a series uh, when I was pastoring in Weaverville, California, on what the book of Acts, and I call it the normal Christian life. The book of Acts is coming alive. But with all that said, 
And with the importance of what I just released about the power of God and the anointing, I believe to stay free and to increase freedom, we will need to believe truth. We will need to believe truth. John 8, 31 and 32 says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Romans 12, 2 says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so really the battles between lies and truth. Now, I frequently share this in, in, in speaking engagements that I have to emphasize the importance of taking ownership for our beliefs. I, I frequently say this quote, listen to this. My freedom ultimately does not depend on what the people who pray for me believe, but my level of freedom will be determined by what I believe. My level of freedom will be determined by what I believe. And it's so powerful to just to recognize that. And and again, I want men and women of God to pray for me. I want to be in environments where the delivering, freeing power of God is manifesting. But ultimately, my freedom is not going to be determined by me being in those environments, even though it's, it's helpful, or by having people pray for me that I believe who do walk in the power of God. But I there's going to have a there's going to come a time where I will need to take responsibility for my own beliefs. In Ephesians 6.16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The shield of faith, or, or we could say the shield of good beliefs, is vital, is key to our freedom from demonic influence. If we are believing lies about God, ourselves, other people, and our circumstances, we will not experience the freedom God intends for us. So in conclusion, we're asking the question, anointing or truth, what makes us free? So in conclusion, I want to say this, let's pursue the power of God. Let's get ourselves in meetings or with people where the supernatural anointing is flowing. But let's also realize that it is what we believe. It is what I believe that's going to determine the level of freedom first in my emotions and then in my circumstances. We here at Igniting Hope Ministries, we are committed to help you believe truth and to partner with Jesus. It says in Hebrews 12 too, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He's doing it. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Hey, before I wrap up, let me just tell you about a couple things coming up. In April, we are the Igniting Hope Academy, and I are doing a 12-week online course called Thriving Church Leadership. It uses my book, Help, I'm a Pastor, and it's a course you can do in three hours a week or so, and I believe this. Those of you called into church leadership who are already in church leadership, it is a life-changing course. We, we talk about four areas to thrive in. 
We thrive in beliefs, thrive in relationships, thrive in church structure, and thrive in the supernatural. And so this course is available all year round, but we're doing it as a group while I will be uh, online uh, every other week answering questions with those who are participating. Plus, some of our team members are going to be there to serve those who are in the course. So Igniting Hope Academy, Thriving Church Leadership, starting uh, in April, starting in the beginning of April. And then also in the summer, my brother Phil Backlin and I are doing again the Culture of Empowerment online course using our newly revised book, The Culture of Empowerment, Business and Organizational Version. That's coming up. That's going to be a great course for business leaders, organizational leaders, uh, church leaders, anybody who's working with people, anybody who wants to learn how to walk in healthy leadership, how to create win-win in, in relationships. And we need healthy leadership right now like never before. Hey, thanks again for listening to this podcast. We here at Igniting Hope Ministries are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I want to remind you too, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> For pretty much everybody listening right now, today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Man, I, I'm either too tired, or I'm battling personal feeling like a failure in areas, family situations, media, uh, all of that. Listen, I, I need strength today. You need strength today. And we stir up joy through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than don't have, focusing more on what is going right than, than it is going wrong. We stir up our joy by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Listen, that verse tells us we're delighting with unfulfilled desires. Do you have unfulfilled desires today? I do. Welcome to the club. As we delight ourselves and delighting and hope are really connected, as we delight with unfulfilled desires, it's a key to seeing those desires filled because we're not waiting for something to happen to delight in the Lord. Ah, man, that's a good word. I needed that. Thank you, Steve, for sharing that. All right, hey, if you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find out about our online courses, where I'm traveling. Uh, you get the podcast and blog every week that I do. And hey, we've been praying five seconds at the end of these podcasts, just as an illustration that we don't need a lot of time to make a big difference on situations. We add our little, and obviously God's going to call us to do big things and big commitments with things, but there's a lot of things he just says, add your, add your peace to this. And so just we've been asking you to pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries. By the way, it's working. We're seeing breakthrough. We're seeing uh, God do things. Your prayers are powerful and effective. So take five seconds right now, if you would, and you can, to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries, Wendy, me, and the team. Amen. Those five seconds were powerful. When we attach faith to a five-second prayer, it's powerful. It's more powerful than 30 minutes of praying in doubt. <laughs> Hey, if you want to sow into Igniting Hope Ministries and help us get this message out around the world, you can go 
to ignitinghope.com and find the donate button. Hey, God bless you. Looking forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.